Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy Chip Tiernan. What it do? All right, let me keep it real. This episode, I don't have the, I don't have the mental capability to keep it really straight up and professional. Mm. This episode, do you? Not particularly. No, because Philadelphia sports. Ever since that Super Bowl Mm. has constantly screwed me, I feel like the Eagles, I thought they had a window, man. I Mm. thought they had a window. And then I watch Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill make a group of professional athletes look like kindergartners who suck ass. (laughs) they looked so incompetent out there gannon had nothing Mm. nick sirianni's incapability in the red zone is giving me an aneurysm on top of it he doesn't run the ball my head hurt after that game the back of my head hurt and i've never had a head pain like that before wow yeah man um I 100% agree. I'm, I kind of just don't have the mental capabilities of. It's always negative, man. It's just, yeah, it's just every week we come on here we and we just talk crap on everything. And we it's not just the Eagles. Eagles. We dump every on the Phillies. We dump it's on Ben the, Simmons. Yeah. Who else can we dump on? Who? Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, you know, to make it worse. The Flyers are about to start, and I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. The Sixers are playing currently, but they're not on TV, so we can't watch it. Um, that's their first preseason game. They're in Toronto. Um, and, yeah, the Flyers played a couple preseason games. I mean, that's what we have to look forward to right now. I mean. Oh, the Phillies. Don't forget them. They got eliminated by getting yeah, swept got, by I mean, the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a eulogy for them, and it's going to be a beauty. It's really going to be a beauty. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna speak from the heart on that one. You know, they're they're you know just gear up. There will be swearing in this. Get, get ready. Yeah, there's gonna be some swear. Like we're going off the rails a little bit. No, we are off the rails. Yeah. Today, uh, you know, we, we have been on track. It's it's you know, this is what it does to us though. Like you know, is, we say we'll see you at the next stop, but this time I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah. You may not see us on the at the next stop. Yeah, we might be in the loony bin. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what makes me laugh? <laughs> the physical pain that the Eagles put me into. Mm. Like, yeah. I was physically Virtual. and emotionally Emotion. angry. Oh, it's every 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 adjective you can think of negatively is what we felt probably. <laughs> I remember sitting there. Oh, uh, you know what? Let's screw it. Let's get off the rails. I got nothing left. What you say? Cue the damn Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Get in the huddle and 
I guess talk some birds, right? Go birds. Go birds. <laughs> Go birds. That's right. That's the thing that you say to the guy at the cash register when you're picking up your beer on Sundays. Um, that's the thing you say at the tailgate when you're about to walk into the link. And that's the thing that you say to yourself when you convince yourself that this team has any hope or semblance of being a good football team every year. <laughs> yeah. And then you watch the game and realize, why am I a fan of this team? And, you know, I, I just wonder, like, I keep looking and at, in the preview, uh, not the preview, well, the intro, we, I mentioned that um, Nick Sirianni is uh, giving me a, uh, giving me a blood clot in my brain. Um, and I I don't think it's Nick Sirianni, actually. I might flip-flop that. Uh, I, I think he's just a puppet, obviously. I think it's, it's got to be Howie. It's just got to be Howie. I keep going back to that Cleveland game where it came out that Howie Roseman wanted Doug Peterson to stop running the ball. And what has Nick Sirianni done? He just stopped running the ball. Mm. I hate everything about this team. <laughs> I mean, I like some of the players. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I like Miles Sanders. I like Jason Kelsey. I like uh, Jordan Mailata. I mean, I like Brandon Graham. Who's also hurt. Who's also hurt, yeah. I like, I like Brandon Brooks. Brandon Brooks is also hurt. Lane Johnson's also hurt. Fletcher Cox has been extremely disappointing. Um, yeah. This year, this year. I mean, let me let you state that. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Gannon mm-hmm. hasn't given me a brain clot. He has just given me a grade three sprained ankle from watching him. No, that was the rock you tripped on. Oh uh, yeah, that that okay, yeah that that actually did happen. I do yeah. have a sprained ankle. Um, but I was thinking about the Eagles while it happened. <laughs> so well, it was the fan fest. So I guess look, it, it happens. It happens. But you know what doesn't We're happen? We're not going to talk about that. You know what doesn't happen? Uh, Eagles winning. Eagles winning anymore. <laughs> and you know what? You know what does happen? Eagles get destroyed. Yeah, you know. Give up when Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> when Patrick Mahomes got uh, pressured mm. and he was running backwards mm. and he threw it, what, 50, 50 plus yards to Tyreek Hill? Who was wide open. I mean, Tyreek Hill actually nearly stopped while running to catch that ball. I and mean, then the, the game was over by that point, but yeah, it was. But there was still no one within probably like twenty yards of him. So Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill mm. made the Eagles look like they were a bunch of preschoolers mm. in football jerseys, and. <laughs> They getting paid the, millions of dollars. Yes, getting paid millions of dollars. And Jalen Hurts is like the one big preschooler. He's like Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. Like, let's go, guys. But they have no idea what they're doing out there. Right, right. And like, <laughs> I love Jalen Hurts. I'm, I, like, I'm just – listen, I'm just an upset fan at this point. What am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to Aren't be happy? All? Aren't we all? Listen, no, I mean – what is Nick Sirianni doing with all those pens in his visor, too? He's trying to rip them all off and look like Wolverine in a goddamn movie? Get those things off your hat until you actually win a meaningful game. You're not worthy of the visor, okay? You're not worthy. You know, we strip the visor privileges of you. You're going to break them because you don't care. Right. But your visor privileges are gone. 
you should be hatless when you walk your out. Your privileges week. are gone. Yeah. I want to see Anna privileges are I want to see full head of Nick Sirianni when he walks out next week against Carolina. Your hair privileges are gone. You should shave your head. Shave your head. Yeah. Bald. Yep. Bald. And maybe we'll think about it. Maybe. When Carolina, (laughs) when we play Carolina next week, I think Sam Darnold might throw four touchdowns for 400 and something yards. (laughs) And why do we suck so bad? (laughs) I watched that game, and I remember when the Eagles won the first quarter, I think it was 10-7, it's like, they're going to get blown out. Mm. Then it happened. I was like, yep. Yep, I knew it. So here's the deal, right? So, you know, we we, we started off the game kind of trading blows, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. You know, not nothing, nothing new. out of the ordinary. I mean, every, listen, everyone expected this, too. Everyone expected us to get blown out. No one expected us to win. And it's exactly what happened. So... That's it. I mean, and, the, you know, listen, as much as I hate to say this and give you guys hope, which there is none left of, we honestly could have won that game. Stop. Stop it. And here's why. Stop. L- no, listen, now just hear me out. Stop. L- l- hear me out. Hear me out. Shut up. <laughs> no, hear me out. shut the hell up. Hear, hear me out. No, no. Now, w- I'm not saying we would have won because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He would have been like, huh. Nice try. And then he would have thrown the ball 70 yards and we would have lost. But yeah, we would have left him with three seconds on the clock and he would have hit an 80 <laughs> yard hail mare. Right, right. But it was it was just another it was just more and more missed opportunities for the Eagles, man. They every time they had the ball, they could have scored a touchdown and they didn't. I don't think the Eagles punted once, by the way, just just to throw that out there. So we every single drive should have ended in a touchdown. But then the Eagles would get into the red zone and yeah. Nick Sirianni would forget that he's actually a head coach in the NFL. Right. And his dumbass. He's like, not calling a grade school game. Yeah, uh, he's a terrible play caller. Like, we were driving on them very easily. And when, once we got to the red zone, it was just like, uh, now what? Well, yeah, but we saw the same goddamn thing against the 49ers. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was just missed opportunities over and over and over again. And and penalties continue to kill the Eagles. No run game. And the play calling was horrific in the red zone. I mean, he's going side to side. You got to go towards the end zone. That's the point of the freaking game. He's, he's, he's throwing screen passes, and there's four guys ready to tackle Miles Sanders. Huh? Yeah. Throw it towards the frickin' end zone. But why should I do that? Because that's the point of the game. No, I'm out. So you're just going to throw it to the sideline and lose four yards every single play? Mm Mm-hmm. Smart. Genius. Let's let's give him a raise. Yeah, I mean, how didn't you – I thought you would assume that, you know? Yeah, I totally want you to not score touchdowns and settle for field goals every time. Mhm. Mhm. Right, right. Right, right. Um I think you forget 
Nick Sirianni is a puppet. Mm. Howard. Oh, I didn't forget. Trust me. Howard. <laughs> you outdid yourself, buddy. Jeffrey. Mm. <laughs> you want me to call you Mr. Lori? I don't know. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> I could sit there. Like, I feel like I'm poking you with a stick and you're dead because you, you don't do anything. You're lifeless. The whole team's lifeless. The division is it sucks. You you let Jerry Jones and the Cowboys just take over the division. Uh, you know, you, you want to consider yourself this great organization with all these ideals and analytics and how advanced we are. And, you know, we're, we're just the best organization. No, you're not. <laughs> you think you are. And the more the more stuff like this happens, the, the the more I think about it, the more I just think, wow, you know, we just caught lightning in a bottle one one year. And this asshole is going to be riding it for the rest of his career. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just picturing him being like at a at a party or something to be like, yeah, you know, your team's kind of been terrible for the last couple of years. He's like, yeah, well, I want I want the Super Bowl. So you can suck my dick, and I'll just be like, "What? Yeah, but your team, your team's blue ever since then." Oh, you know, let's do an off the rails Howie press conference. Go right ahead, Chippy. Are you Howie in this situation? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so you, okay, you're Howie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Hello, Mr. Roseman. How are you this this uh, this fine evening? Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, so listen, actually, I'm not good because uh, I'm a fan of this team. Anyway, um, so yeah, w- what are your thoughts on the uh, uh, the uh, obliteration that just occurred uh, between the Chiefs and the Eagles? You know, I really think that this team played really hard and played mm. really well, and they're going to continue to grow and develop as a as a cohesive unit. Mm. And uh, you know, they played really well. Right, right. Um, how? What are your thoughts on the run game being non-existent? Well, you know, uh, the game plan changes every single week. So uh, we'll look into that as, as a team uh, with, with all the different departments, and uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a game plan together that um, will be best and most effective during the week. Right, right, right. Um, what are your thoughts on um, the Dallas Cowboys taking over this division? You know, uh, every single year has been a new winner in the NFC East, and I think it's always the Eagles' chance to win it. Mm. Uh, you do realize we're in last place, right? It is a young season, and this team plays extremely hard and well, and they are dedicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you do realize we got obliterated by the Cowboys, right? You know, the Eagles played a really, really, really good game against them. Okay. Uh, defensively, they looked uh, – they struggled a little bit, but then they picked it up. A and little bit, huh? I uh, I look forward to uh, the next encounter. Oh, do, do you? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Did you notice everything that he like? The reason well, why I, we, I got more questions, but yeah, oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Howie. I'm yeah, gonna, no. So go ahead, interviewer. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and it's just you know it's just you and me here. You know you can you can talk off the rails like we're doing right now. Um, is the only reason you hired Nick Sirianni is to be your puppet? Why would why would you think that? Uh, because he runs the exact same offense as Doug Peterson as, as, the, as he did last year. No. No. 
care to elaborate or next question oh okay um right so you know your team's been blowing ever since you won the super bowl mm-hmm. um do you think that was just you know luck that we won the super bowl you know no that was me that oh that was you yeah it was me i put together a great roster oh yeah you you did yep a lot of research a lot of analytics mm-hmm. we got it right 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 so it wasn't just you know lightning in a bottle just luck nope nope uh, so what uh, what do you say to the fact that the next season you went nine and seven and barely made the playoffs? Every season the league changes. Okay. We had to make adjustments and we didn't make them. However, we did make the playoffs. That is true. But then your boy Alshon Jeffrey, who you continued to play for way too long, dropped the ball and we we lost. Yeah, you know Alshon's a great guy and he was a great player and a great contributor to the offense. Mm. And uh, yeah. But that, but what do you have to say about that drop specifically? Alshon played a great season, and he did a lot for this organization. Right. And I think time and time again, he should, um, the fans should be happy that he was on the team. Right. Uh, right. But that doesn't answer my question. Next question. Okay. Now, do you see? What? Yeah, that's what he does, man. That's what he does. Did 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 I give a single answer? In that three and a half minutes. No, you said the exact same thing over and over again. Because he doesn't answer for anything. There's no culpability. There is no way for anyone to take responsibility in this system. And the only person who's – I don't know how this man has survived. You know (laughs) what? Four head coaches at this point. Yeah, I mean, listen, Nick Sirianni kind of does the same thing. Like, Nick Sirianni will own up to his mistakes, and I like that. But he says the same crap over and over again. Like, he'll be like, yeah, we got to run the ball more. And then next, the next week, he doesn't run the ball again. Like, so he just says he just says it to just appease the, the media and the fans. But then you know, he goes out the next week and, doesn't, and does the same thing. So, you know, do something. Well, you know, we could be the Jets. Oh, wait, they won. Yeah, we have the same record as the Jets. So that excuse kind of goes out the window. Also, okay, let, let, me, let me talk for a minute here. And by talk, I mean ask you a question. Okay. Now that we're off the rails, talk to me about Jalen Hurts. Talk to me about him. Convince <laughs> me that he isn't hooked on to that option A. Well, that I can't do. Right. But, but here's what I'll say about Jalen Hurts. He he's had, a very nice guy, and he's very he has yeah. a very very high potential. Well, yeah, he does. He I was about to say that he he does have a lot of potential. Uh-huh. He says he says all the right things, which is what everyone in Philadelphia does, be, just to appease the media. Um, or you just say nothing. Or you just yeah right. Or you you just, repeat yourself a hundred times. Right. Or you just don't answer the question and say something completely off topic. Um, but that's just Howie and Jeffrey Lurie. Um. But the kid has potential. He does. It's just the decision-making, and he doesn't really have the arm that you probably should have. The accuracy the accuracy is a question, and just the, it, those are probably the three biggest things for me, is the decision-making, the arm, and the accuracy. All three of these things can be fixed. Probably the least likely is the arm, the arm 
power, like just the, the throw power, basically. But yeah. not every quarterback has a cannon for an arm like Josh Allen. So yeah, no, 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 no. I, I know what you're referring to when I said that last week. No, I, I'm not saying that he needs to have Josh Allen like strength. I'm saying that he doesn't have the oomph of an NFL quarterback. Yeah, he he doesn't have the uh yeah that's exactly right. He doesn't have like his deep balls have to be a lot better. Um, if he's throwing to a receiver in a tight window, it's getting picked. Yeah. So those are the three biggest things for me. He is performing, you know, decently well. You know, for those of the people who are saying, like, oh, Jalen Hurts was phenomenal. Like, statistically, sure, he has good numbers, but they're not winning. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, like, even if the numbers are high, if you watch the game, you know that it's like. Right, right. Ah! Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't keep forcing him to throw 40 to 50 times a game. You just can't. I mean, especially with a young quarterback, this is what his seventh, eighth start in the NFL, and he's throwing forty times a game. It just can't happen. You um, have Miles Sanders I know. in the backfield. Kenny Gainwell has even proven to be yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like you're and and I know your offensive line's kind of banged up at the moment, but that's the strength of your offensive line is in the run game, and who you're not. Hell, it. Who the hell runs the ball so little? Like. Yeah. Okay. A great team, right? They have good linebackers, solid cornerbacks, good offensive line, solid defensive line. Howie doesn't care about linebackers one bit. And apparently he doesn't want Nick Sirianni running the ball for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, listen, I understand the whole. Well, the analytics department says that passing the ball is the best way to go. Right. Like, I understand the whole building through the trenches situation, and that's fine. You can do that. But you can't completely abandon your other positions like linebacker. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, well, no, he's proven to abandon linebacker. There's well, no- linebacker is the biggest one. Like, corner, our corners are fine. I, I like Steve Nelson. I like Darius Slay. Safety, you know, they would have been fine if freaking uh, well, McLeod was out, but he came back, so we're fine there. Uh, but McLeod, even McLeod's not what he was. Um, He's okay. And Anthony Harris hasn't been that good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't just, you can't completely focus on one position and abandon the other. You have to have balance there. Like you can't just have guys who can't like linebackers out there who can't cover, who can't tackle, who can't stop the run. You can't just have schmucks out there. You got to have good, decent players who can play the position in order, in order to be successful. And like, look, I like Alex Singleton, but I'm starting to like look at him and realize like okay the tackle stat really isn't that big of a deal when he's letting up an eight yard catch every single time. Right, the tack- tackle stat is not like if you lead the league in tackles, who cares? It's a matter of you know how many yards you give up on a pass, how many passes you are giving up, and just coverage in general, and stopping the run is another big one. But yeah, tackles are not a, a good stat to you know uh, weigh success. And he does get a lot of them because he lets guys open and then he has to run and tackle them. So, you know. I guess the Cowboys, it felt like him and Marcus Epps were just getting slaughtered. Well, yeah, because they were, because they're not good. Um, so, yeah, and I know Marcus Epps is a backup, but we can, we just continue to play. Like, he shouldn't even be on this team. Look, Marcus but, Epps. It's fine. Singleton, Singleton can be a backup, but not, not the starter, not the number one linebacker on a team. When so. Marcus Epps came into that game, I saw such a shit-eating, shit-eating grin 
on Dak Prescott's face. It was like the Grinch from the Dr. Seuss cartoon. Mm. It, it, like his the, the corners of his lips curled together, and yeah. he aimed at him every time. And except for the one nice play Marcus Epps had. Yeah. He was I mean, beat. The, literally the Cowboys were running the same play over and over and over again. The Eagles just the Eagles wouldn't change their defense and they couldn't stop them. So the, the Cowboys were like, let's just run the same play. And that's the right decision because we couldn't stop them. So something has to change defensively. Some, you know, the game plan has to change. And then offensively, we say it every week, but we have to run the ball. Yeah, and we're getting the ball ran down our throats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, literally, offenses can do whatever they want against us, and we can't stop them. And they, uh, the Eagles. Oh my God! Like, I feel physically ill. I, feel I bad. you know, I feel bad I think, for Sanders. I do too, man. <laughs> Such a good career being wasted. Like, literally, I said this. I've been saying this for years. Miles Sanders could be a top five running back in the league. If we gave him the ball. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not like, I'm not, that that's not a hot take either. Miles Sanders was like fifth or sixth in the league last year in yards per carry. That's like the one of the best stats for a running back. And we give him the ball twice and then six times. In two separate games, mind you. Now, see, that makes me even more physically ill. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'll be honest. I think, I think that every single game this year is taking days off of my life. Oh, for sure. Um, Weeks or months or years even. Potentially, you know, I, I think that I would feel just as bad if, like, like I did today after yesterday's game as if I drank two cases of beer in a day. Mm. And. Well, you'd probably be in the hospital, but... Yeah, I would be in the hospital. Yeah. But, like, what I'm saying is I walked around my office today, like, miserable. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I I don't think, too... I don't think there's a lot of cities. Like, there are definitely fans in different cities, but I don't think there are many cities where there are a majority of the football fans feeling the way that I did today. Well, it's because they're not as passionate as we are. And people always say, oh, well, Philly fans are the worst. No, we just actually care. And I mean, like, care, care. So, like, when the Eagles suck. It hurts. It actually hurts me. Yeah. I feel stomach pain. When the Eagles blow a game, I stare at my my TV and I swear obscenities that Mm. shouldn't leave a 26-year-old mouth. Yeah. The words that leave my mouth are forbidden by the Bible and seven countries. To be said together. Wow. The word shit just doesn't do it. Mm, no. Yeah, you need, you need, you know, you need the right words and you need the right emphasis, emphasis on those words in order to get your point across. And as, as I learned from SpongeBob SquarePants, they're called sentence enhancers. Oh, okay? yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I wish, I wish they put Dolphin Norges over what I say because, oh, it's bad. It's real bad. The things I called Nick Sirianni Oof. were – those were things – Borderline illegal. No, it was like the last season of Chip Kelly was the last time I felt this way. Wow. 
Dude, his his off in the in the red zone, the red zone specifically, like it shouldn't be that hard to score. Like you are twenty yards out minimum, well, maximum, especially against defense like Kansas City's. Like we were driving, they're decimated. Yeah, like we were driving in the field with ease every single drive. Like I said, we didn't punt once, but once we got to the red zone, it's like oh, oh, we're still going. Oh, sorry. And he just, he just forgot. Well, that's another thing, too. Like, against San Francisco, I was like, okay, that defensive line is pretty same solid. Same thing. No, that's the same thing, though. Like, I, like San Francisco's defense is way better than Kansas City. Don't get me wrong. But we could have scored so many times. The freaking 90-yard pass to Quez Watkins leads to nothing. Whenever the Eagles lose and there's terrible play calling in the red zone – and they don't run the ball. Like, and it's like, different. It's different if the Eagles actually ran the ball. And like, so let's sucked. say, yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. Miles Sanders got the ball like 15 times, right? And we still lost. I'm less mad. That defense also looked clueless, Chip. Well, yeah, obviously. Clueless. Well, yeah, like, but, like. Tyreek like, like, Hill had a day. And, you know, I actually do have something kind to say. May uh, I? Yeah, go ahead. Please. Darius Slay was getting a ton of heat on Twitter, right? But Darius Slay wasn't on Tyreek Hill. He was on Travis Kelsey, yeah. who did nothing. Right. So yeah. before he, anyone says he, anything, actually, like I'm a casual football fan. I don't know X's and O's like most people do. Yeah. But I noticed that. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Now you gotta. You gotta. I mean, when you're if you're gonna if you're gonna shit talk, at least know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? I don't know the X's and O's, so I can't talk crap on that. Like, like yeah, like I, mean, I would look like an ass yeah. if I did that. But like, I can say the team played really bad because, look, I mean, if you didn't see that, you're an idiot. Yeah. In real life, you might as well just go back to school. You should go to Goddard or uh, what's one of those tutoring places? Um, uh, I don't know. Like, go to one of those tutoring places in a strip mall. Mm. And sign up for SAT classes. Maybe refresh your memory on something so that you're absolutely not entirely worthless for the rest of your life, okay? Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway. How'd that make you feel? Good? Uh, Good. I hope it did. I yeah. hope it did! Oh. Wow. All right, let's break the huddle. Let's break the huddle. <laughs> let's break the huddle because we have nothing better to talk about than, guess what? Ben Simmons, <laughs> who is my man, Pots and Pants. How you doing? How you doing out there, Ben? You're not listening because you don't care. But uh, you suck. You are the most hated man in Philadelphia right now. Reason being, there is legitimately nothing. And I, I keep thinking about it because I'm like, oh, you know, maybe he just wants out because he just wants to play somewhere else. And then he keeps saying all this stuff. And it's like. You want out to play for an a play for a team that builds their offense around you. When a team tries to make it work with their MVP center, MVP caliber rather center, and makes him shoot the ball more, and makes him give you space so that you can score, how's that not an offense built around you, you dumbass? Mm. Can can you riddle me that? No. Am, am I wrong? No. 
like I said, I've never been an X's and O's guy. Mm. The only sport that I'm really proficient in, like, making the right moves and whatnot is probably baseball. Mm. But you can tell that 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 offense was ran through Ben. So for sure. If he, you know, I'll be I'll be honest with you. If he just from the beginning said, "I just don't want to play here anymore," that's it. I just don't want to play here anymore. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, whatever, it is what it is, you know? I hate him still, but it is what it is. <laughs> but now it's just getting to the point where... Yeah, well... You essentially I, don't want to play here because Rich Paul's like, ban, ban, ban. I will give you whatever you want, just like everyone always has for, for your entire life. Uh, because, you know, I own the league's balls. I, I carry the NBA's balls in my hands because I'm LeBron James's agent. Uh, when in reality, he can't give you anything because you pay him. Yeah, right. But when you're an agent with any bit of suave, you can convince them that you do. I mean, what? it's not even rich, like Rich Paul. First of all, Rich Paul shouldn't even be involved. Like he should be, but it shouldn't be like public. And I'll be honest, I, th- I, I really think a lot of this has something to do with him, too, because he thinks he's going to get all that money back and. I'm pretty sure I read a story that another player did something similar to this, and they suffered large monetary losses because of it. Well, he's—I mean—they're going to lose money. Because I mean, yeah, but he's like, oh yeah, we'll recover it from the other team. And in my head, I'm like, how? It's a max contract. <laughs> he's not eligible for a super max. So how would this work? How are you going to get all this money back? Well, yeah, and then they already took money to pay for the fines that he's going to be getting. So you're not getting that money back. It's going back to the Sixers. And like, or the NBA, whoever, whoever gets that money, I don't know. But look, the the NBA is, I don't think they're going to step in on this one because being honest with you, if they do that saying to any player, oh yeah, none of your contracts actually matter. No, the NBA can't do anything. Yeah. Like Ben Simmons is in breach of his contract, which means the Sixers can actually just, they can legally let him rot for four years. Yes, they can. They can do that. Yeah. Do I think they will? No, but no, they're not going to. They can. They're going to trade them eventually. It's just a matter of when. And, you know, like, uh, are uh, they going to wait until the trade deadline or are they going to do it? I mean, the, the tra- a trade could happen like now in five yeah. minutes. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Ben Simmons, while he's not playing for the Sixers, just going to be playing at one of his buddies' gyms with a bunch of yes man cronies that make him look like he's a god out there and they're all 6'2. So, this is probably the last time we'll talk about Ben Simmons until something happens. But, and we've already said this too, the, the reason he's doing this is because he can't take the criticism. That, well, he's this the, the, since Australia. Yeah, well, yeah, but this is, the, this is the whole reason this started, is because he can't take the criticism. And that's it. That's, that's the reason. He, he's he's coming up with fake reports that are saying, oh, he doesn't want to play with Embiid. He thinks the team, you know, was, wasn't built around him. Everything that has come out has been bullcrap. Yeah, but the national matters, media is turning on him. The, the only thing that – well, yeah, as they should because it's, it is his fault. 
The only thing that matters is is he can't take criticism like a man. He needs to grow a pair, take it like a man, and play basketball. Okay? But he won't do that because his ego's too big. He just wants to uh, have sex with random girls that he meets in L.A. Oh, superstar buy, celebrities, yeah. Buy $17 million houses in L.A. and have the best cars ever. And that's it. And he wants to be handed everything. So that's what it comes down to. I think he just wants to be a member of Phase. I think he just wants to play video games. He, well, he is a member of Phase. Yeah, no, like, I think that's what he wants to do full time because I'll be real oh, with sure you. Oh, sure he does. I'll be real with you. I have never once seen him like look excited to play a game of basketball. I think he might just do it because he's good at it, and that's it. I mean, I'm sure the millions of dollars help, but apparently, yeah. Not. yeah but like, does he? Does he? Does it look like he enjoys it? Because all I saw every single game, I thought he was just kind of like one of those stone faced guys that didn't really show much emotion. But now, come to think about it, maybe he just didn't really care. Maybe we should start our own narrative. I'm not going to do that because that's too much work, but that's the reason. Okay. So don't get it twisted. Don't be like, oh yeah, the Sixers, it's their fault. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. Sixers did everything right for the most part. Uh, Here's the narrative. I'm going to start Ben Simmons. Middle name is Leslie. Sure. Good. Yeah. There you go. That's that's it. Sure. If you want to do that, go. Benjamin Leslie Simmons. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, go go back to the, the, the statement Embiid said, I think it was on Media Day. Literally everything he said was spot on. Everything. So borderline disrespectful. If you didn't if if you didn't meet if you didn't see any of that, go back and look at it. Oh, it was banging. Because he was spitting facts. Yeah, and everyone was like, Oh, well, how did he fall into that trap? Dude, he's just talking at this point because he's not Ben's not coming back. Embiid so who cares? Like Embiid doesn't give a shit. He never did. He never will. Okay. So literally that, what, like everything he said was just, he was just tired of the bullshit that's good. That's been going on. Like, All right. he, he's like, this is stupid. And here's what's happening. And he said everything. Go look at it. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so, hopefully by next week, something will happen. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But in terms of the Sixers, I mean, he's he's only hurting the Sixers. I mean, we're we're and I hate to say it, we're not a better team without him. We lose a potential defensive player of the year, and we lose our point guard. Now, you know, I'm not saying Tyrese Maxey can't be good, but he's not an All Star yet. Can he be? Sure, I think he I, that certainly has the ability to. But we'll see. I mean, it's all going to it's all going to come down to, you know, Tyrese Maxey continues if he continues to improve, which I think he will. And it it all comes down to what we get back in a potential trade. So we'll see. Shy Um, Gilgis Alexander. I would love that, but they just extended him, So I highly doubt it. Um. But we'll see. I mean, you know, some they say some teams are interested, but again, you can't really believe anything you see on the internet nowadays, which is a sad fact. Um, so we'll, we will see. I'm, I'm sure Daryl Morey is doing his due diligence. Um, you know, he's, but he's not gonna he's not gonna just lay down and give up Ben Simmons for nothing. So we will see. Uh, it may be tomorrow. It may be at the trade deadline. It may be never. It may be we just 
let him rot for four years and then he becomes a free agent and then he can move on. Who knows? But um, it, it kind of sucks because, you know, it, it kind of like the, the, I didn't even know the Sixers were playing tonight until like yesterday. So it's kind it kind of just, it, it's kind of t- taken away from the excitement of the actual season for me personally, which is sad because I love the Sixers, but um, we'll see what happens. And moving on to the topic of the day. Not really. The Philadelphia Phillies have been eliminated from playoff contention after getting swept by the Atlanta Braves. Not really the topic of the day. I mean, it's just another topic of the weekend. Right? Oh, no. You know what? Topic of Philly sports. Sure. Anything. Whatever. I don't care anymore. Yes. Nothing matters. We're all going to die. Um, I mean, it's it's just more depression. If you're being dude, real. Uh, what? Like ten years, they haven't made the playoffs and, and in ten years. At least we had years. a positive record. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what a friggin' improvement, dude. This team is like. Hey, man, we got a winning record. Yeah, let's no, go. That's a positive. Right? That team's always been worthless. More than a decade now of mediocrity. When you're when your best bullpen pitcher for the last four years was Hector Neris. And that's not even my own biased hatred of him. You know, it's hilarious, too. He broke the record for most strikeouts by relief pitcher in Philly's history. Yeah, I know he did. Yeah, but he still sucks. Well, right. So I'm saying, like, that's the fact that Hector Neris has the most strikeouts as a relief pitcher in the history of the Phillies. Huh? I mean, think about the best pitchers on that team from 08 until 2011. When I think of pitchers who were with the team that were good, I think of J.C. Romero, Brad Lidge, uh, Ryan Madsen. Was he still there at the time? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I like I I'm talking about relief pitchers specifically. Yeah, like bull, like bullpens change a lot over the years. Yeah, I understand that. None of those guys were with other than Madsen. Yeah. Lidge and J.C. Romero weren't with the team for a long time, but they were still yeah. good arms. Right, right. Like, and but still, the fact that Hector Nurse has a lasted this long, and b is leads your team, the history of your team in strikeouts as a relief pitcher is laughable. See, here goes my thing, too. I gave him an opportunity to get off of the island, and he blew it within two months. <laughs> two months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. I forget what would the what the the stats even were for him. To no, get it, off was, it, it was pretty generous because you talked me off the ledge, and you were like, no, you got to give him this. It was like a 3-5 ERA. Um, I don't remember what it was, but. He couldn't blow five saves. I think he finished with like a – Three six three ERA. I think he blew like six or seven saves. I, he blew more than that. I don't so know. I, I have to look at the stats. I hate the fact that every single sport has to have depression. Yeah. I hate this. You know, yeah, this sucks. 
Um, like, legitimately, when's the last time we talked about something good? Because I really, I'm, I'm out. I think the quote was Philly signed Harper, and it was by <laughs> you. Okay, let's see. Uh, Hector Neris appeared in 74 games this year. He's on the island, by the way. I know he is. Has a win loss of four and seven. His ERA was 3.63. 98 strikeouts in the 74 innings pitched. And had a 1.17 whip. Now let's see the uh, blown saves here. I'm trying to find it. Give me a give me give me a second here. Uh, why is this not the Monday night football game is in a lightning delay indoors? <laughs> what is it in? It's in uh, L.A. or Las Vegas. Oh, let me see. Lightning. Save, save, okay. Saves, he had 12 saves and 19 opportunities. So what's that, seven blown saves? Yep. And he had 11 holds. Mm-hmm. Which is, they don't track blown holds, do they? No, but that's eighth inning, so. Seventh or eighth inning. How many total earned runs did he give up? He gave up 30 earned runs. 34 runs, 30, 30 earned runs. And he gave up 12 home runs, which is the most in his career. 32 walks, 98 strikeouts. Opponents hit 202 against him, which I guess isn't horrible. That's the thing with Hector Nair. Like, he always posts, like, they're not good numbers, but, like, decent numbers. But it's just go- he goes through these stretches where he's actually the worst pitcher I've ever seen. So, but yeah, Phillies are, uh, Phillies are a dumpster fire yet again. Uh, 10 years of no playoffs for this team. Uh, they had their first winning record in a decade, but it was only by uh, technically a game. So, yeah, and it's not going to get better, like at all, because uh, our bullpen still is – uh, our farm system is among the worst in MLB. Um, we still have Didi Gregorius for another year. Uh, Andrew Knapp is still on this team. And you guys know how I feel about him. Um, yeah. So we don't have, we don't have a left fielder now because McCutcheon's a free agent and we're not bringing him back. Uh, we don't have a third base. We, we, we need a center fielder because our double's terrible. Uh, we need a shortstop because Didi is also terrible, we, but we still have him. Um, and Look, yeah. Alec Boehm got called up for the last game of the year, right? What did he do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we need an entire new bullpen, and we could use another starting pitcher, really. Um, now, in reality, we'll probably throw out next year a rotation of Wheeler, Nola, Gibson, Eflin, and Suarez, which isn't horrible. It's actually not bad. If Eflin can stay healthy and everyone can stay healthy and Suarez can continue to develop, which he actually had a really good year this year. 
and he was one of the few bright spots. So, yeah. And if Bryce Harper doesn't demand a trade because we're awful, uh, we'll be good. And if JT can play better and Reese Hoskins can come back healthy and actually stay healthy for a full season and uh, Gene Segura can continue just to just hit a lot. Um, yeah. But uh, our entirety of our left side of the field, including center field, needs a revamp. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, this is not going to be good. And, you know, when the, the, the bandwagon went off the rails today, slightly, we kept it a little bit more in check than I thought we were going to. We were angry before, like we were talking before the podcast and we were really upset. I think we kind of simmered down a little bit. It's still not good, but this may, I don't know. Like if, if it continues this way, this may happen every week, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I was about to say, like, it's going to take a long time to get back on the rails. Yeah. Uh, you'll know if we do and you'll uh, know, it, you'll, we'll limit our curse. Rails if something good happens, which hasn't. We actually have limited our cursing. We haven't really cursed all that much. I just oh, wish Howie Roseman were the GM of the Eagles. I just I wish, wish Jeffrey Lurie would sell the team. I wish we were good. I wish John in, Middleton in was any an sport. idiot. I wish we were good in any sport. I wish Ben Simmons isn't doing this right now. I wish players wanted to play here. I, I mean, wish I could do. be happy. Some do, but some don't. Like Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid wants to play here. That's cool, right? Am I allowed to be happy? Not when you're in Philadelphia, man. Not when you're in Philadelphia and you're a sports fan. So we're just Either. angry fans because our lives all suck and our teams suck and every Either little bit a, of joy comes from our sports. A, team. stop being a sports fan, or B, leave Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm not leaving Philadelphia. I and agree. be a fan of something else. Yeah, I can't do that. So I mean, unless I take a job in Japan. Or we stay here and continue to suffer, which is what's going to happen. So you're just going to be, you're going to be along with us for the ride and you're going to hear our suffering, hear our complaining, and you're going to deal with it. And I love you for it. (sighs) Thank you for listening to another episode of the (laughs) Philly bandwagon podcast. Andrew Knapp, you can go to hell by the way. PHLSportsNation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab, Go to the PHL bandwagon. You can find us on Anchor there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If you're not able to find us, shoot us an email. Let us know where you want us to be, and we'll try to get on that platform. Uh, we have merch, merch at the Wag Shop. If you go to Wag Shop, you can find your TBW merch. We got hoodies, we got t shirts, we got tank tops, uh, we got uh, beanie hats, and we have uh, other yeah. stuff, I guess. I think that's it, but we have other stuff. Um, if you want to, um, you could pretty please follow Chip and I and our page for the Philly Bandwagon. It, it's at the PHL Bandwagon on Twitter. I'm at PHL Ryan Michaels. Chip is at PHL Chip Tiernan. Uh, Facebook and Instagram apparently don't work anymore. Uh, so until we get I, I, that. I think Instagram's back up, so we're good. Oh, it's back up. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so if you. Uh, well, but we don't have it, so. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were definitely gonna we, we were definitely gonna do that. Like we actually give a I don't give a damn about Instagram. I hate it. That's why I don't do it. Well, I don't use it. Take one eventually. If we what, 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 for what? What, what are we what are we gonna do? Po- post a picture of us being miserable on a couch watching football like we are every single week. Uh, uh, how about we just relive the Kawhi Leonard shot three times over in in our heads, okay. and then see we could just take a video of ourselves crying or me face planted on the floor one more time. When that shot went in, my face was planted in my basement floor for about seven straight minutes. I was thinking of like promoting the podcast, but. Oh yeah, misery misery does promote the podcast because no, saying, every single person in Philadelphia is miserable because of these goddamn uh, sports teams. I'm, no, I'm saying the Instagram. Okay, how, how about this Andrew Knapp? Does that make you happy? No, it makes you want to blow my head off. Yeah, I thought so. See, he hit was he hitting 180? No, he hit 150. <laughs> That's a major league baseball player right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, people, if, people are going to be like, oh, won't well, you go do it? I'm, I'm if, not a major league player. <laughs> I'm just a guy sitting Andrew in the living Knapp, room. Like if, if you just hear the name Andrew Knapp and you smile, there's something actually wrong with you. Yeah. So like if Andrew Knapp brings you any sort of happiness, you need to get like medically checked. And if you're a Cowboys fan, um, I you know, you. I hate you. Yeah, I was actually just going to say that. I hate yeah. you. Yeah, I, I, any Eddie Cowboys fan, I, I already hate you. you. Your opinions on anything are irrelevant to me. You can give me good advice, and I might do the opposite just because <laughs> you're a Cowboys fan. And you, you know, you're a really nice person. I still don't like you. Yeah, like you could be giving me really good advice, like, hey, don't like walk too close to that cliff, and I'll be like, <laughs> who do you think you are? If you say that, I'm flipping you off and jumping off the cliff. So correct. Yeah, correct. I'll I'll live. I know it. Yeah, I'll definitely live that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and sorry. Right. Even if I don't, it's like you know, it's fine because I'm a Philadelphia sports fan. You know. Yep, got back on them. Yep, really got back on them, and uh, and uh, no more misery. All right, we've reached our destination. There is no stop anymore because we we're might off the rails. next stop. <laughs> Although we might not, we might still be on the road trying to find the rails. Who the hell knows? We might we may be in a forest in the middle of nowhere. Later. <laughs>